You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. With the esteemed Joel Nelson behind the glass taking your calls and operating all the stuff that producers do back there, which is many. It's like a big machine, and he just got, he plays it like a, like a wonderful uh, piano, a grand piano. Thank you, Joel, and good morning to you. And good morning, everyone. Welcome inside Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. This is the Bob Pompiani Show. We are brought to you by PNC Bank. Make today the day. Ireland Contracting. Visit IrelandContracting.com. Number one, Cochrane. Ride in style and shop 24-7 with Expressway. And Iron Rock Tap House in Greensburg. Come see what everyone is talking about it. Iron Rock Tap House. Great place to watch sports and have some great food and beverage and conversation as well. Plus, Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman, where they always got your back. Not your wallet. Twitter is brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Peters Township or visit them online at southhillsjeep.com. Text us on the Edgar Snyder and Associates fan text line, same as the call-in line, 412-928-9370. Edgar Snyder and Associates reminds you to text responsibly. All right, we're going to start. I know Paul's done a lot of talk about the, the Steelers, and we'll continue in that with the Ravens and Steelers playing again tomorrow. The first of two big meetings are only five games left in this regular season. Boy, it goes fast. Baltimore tomorrow without Lamar Jackson, although they may have J.K. Dobbins. Then at Carolina, which no longer has Baker Mayfield, the Rams do. And apparently you don't need much prep time to play in L.A. Just go out there and start throwing the ball around. 98 yards later, you beat the Raiders, who come into Pittsburgh on that celebration of the Immaculate Reception. I want to also give you a little program advance notice that on December the 23rd, KDK-TV, we have a one-hour special on the Immaculate Reception. That'll be from 7 to 8 on KDK on the actual night, 50 years to the day. Uh, and we've talked to a lot of great people about that uh, that event, what it meant to Pittsburgh, what it meant to the Steelers, and what it meant to the people of Pittsburgh, too. So that's coming up on December the 23rd. So after the Raiders come here on Christmas Eve, then it's Baltimore at Baltimore on New Year's Day, followed by Cleveland on January the 8th. That's here in Pittsburgh. And you wonder what the Steelers may be at that point. They've gained traction here with two straight wins. Um, But if you look at the numbers, it's actually been better over the last four games. 23.3 points per game, 351 yards per game. And most importantly, and I think this is the stat that is the difference maker, 161 yards rushing per game in the last four weeks. That's what they've averaged. And when you do that, other things will open up. It's pretty simple. Football can change a lot of different ways. If you block and tackle better than the others, if you run the ball better than the others, you can work off of that to some big things in the past department. We haven't seen a lot of big things in the past department, but I think you will in time. Although this week, I'm not sure about Deontay Johnson's status. Was he? Uh, I didn't see yesterday's injury report, and I know that he hadn't practiced and he was banged up a little bit. Uh, if he doesn't play, that'll mean a lot of coverage to George Pickens if he hasn't gotten in already. And I know there was a lot said about George Pickens. Um, and listen, uh, 
every camera on the field is there for a reason. They're trying to pick up reactions, whether that's fans, coaches, players, whatever. He was upset that he didn't get the ball more. And and while that's not on its surface a good look, especially for a rookie, it tells you about what he's all about, about he wants to be involved. And as Mike Tomlin said, he defended it. So did Matt Canada this week saying that I'd rather have a guy want to be involved more and get mad that he isn't as opposed to someone who's content with, you know, not getting it at all. George Pickens wants the ball. Now, has he not been open a lot? Yes. When he is open, Kenny Pickett has missed him at times. There are a lot of things that go into this kind of stuff, but I would say I'd rather have a guy who's like that. And listen, cameras are going to catch whatever they catch. You can't, we saw, for example, Sean McVay nearly get concussed last week when he got hit by one of his own players right in the head with a helmet. Uh, and he was dazed, clearly. I mean, that's stuff you normally don't see, but with so many cameras uh, involved. And doing research on this immaculate reception, you know, there were like seven cameras there for that game. Seven. Today, there would have been 45 cameras. And when you have 45 cameras, you can do a lot of different things. So, bottom line is, I think George Pickens is somebody who is an alpha male. He wants that ball. He wants to be a playmaker. That's what he was at Georgia before his injury. That's what he wants to be here, and that's a good thing. Now, if he takes it further than this, then it's a problem. You start throwing stuff on the sidelines and getting your coach's faces. I don't like that look at all. You still can remain, um, you know, loquacious, let's say, and tell them I want the ball without looking like a a jerk out there too. So I think we haven't gotten to that stage. I admire the fact that he wants it. Let's see what happens uh, this week. But I wouldn't be surprised at all, Joel, if you see the first two plays go to him this week, just like we saw that with Deontay Johnson a couple of weeks ago. Coincidence or not, that's the way it goes. Anyway – Get your take on that and the Steelers game with the Ravens coming up. Uh, The line has switched dramatically without Lamar Jackson. But I also wanted to spend some time talking about the Penguins. And not many people are talking about the Penguins, and you should be. They are now 11-2-2 in their last 15 games. And we had talked and taken a lot of calls about the Penguins when they were in the middle of a seven-game losing streak. And so some people, again, rushed to judgment with this, want to bury them for you know being old, too old, not enough good players, going to be whatever. Uh, it is, and I think I would tell people this all the time, is to let it breathe. Look how things go. They've made the decision to bring back the core players. They've done that for a reason, which was to attract crowds and make regular season meaningful, although the crowds at PPG Paints Arena have been very disappointing so far. But if they keep winning, that will change, of course. Uh, and they're making a push. They're now third in the Metropolitan, and uh, they they got enough talent. If they stay healthy, they can be a factor. They certainly can. And anyone who says otherwise isn't isn't looking at it the right way. They've been in the playoffs every year for the past 16. They are a team capable of winning in the playoffs. I don't know if they can make an entire run, four rounds, because injuries do play a part of it. But they are playing well. And I'll tell you, one guy who's really playing well, aside from goaltender, because I think Tristan Jari, when he's in there and healthy, is good enough to win playoff series. But we saw Ricard Raquel so far this season, and last night was a good indication of what he means to this team. He's playing on the top line, which makes the second line better because you can put um, Zucker and Rust with Malkin, and I think they open things up for him. But Raquel, do a, he did a lot of things last night in that game against the Sabres where they won 4-3, to three, where, you know, sometimes you don't notice these things. He drew a penalty and then later converted uh, uh, on that power play. He also provided a screen on Jake Gensel's goal, a very, very nifty screen, just enough to get in front of Craig Anderson, who's 41 and probably needs glasses now. He's the oldest guy in the NHL, but he, you know, he's a good player still, but that screen affected him. There's no question about that. Uh, and he's just doing a lot of the things you would expect him to do for a guy who came over here from Anaheim. He's still a very good player, and he's fitting nicely 
with Gensel and Crosby. And speaking of Crosby, just an all-out effort to keep the puck in the zone. Uh, great job at the point, kept the play alive. It resulted in a goal. We saw that. And then later, we saw the game-changing moment when Jeff Skinner, for some reason, got annoyed at Jake Gensel. They start whacking each other. Next thing you know, there's a high stick to his face, drew blood. A match penalty was called, and he has been summoned by the Department of Player Safety. So I would imagine that Jeff Skinner will not play tonight, and he shouldn't play tonight based on that play. You can't go in someone's face like that. And he's he's not a guy who's had a lot of history when it comes to, you know, bad moments that's put him in the uh, Department of Player Safety uh, protocol. No, not at all. He's not that kind of player, but he just lost his mind, and for that he's going to have to pay a price, and that would be, you would think, one game. So there you go. That's that situation. Penguins and Sabres tonight. By the way, the Sabres are a good young team. I really like what they do. I think they're a team that um, is going to be a force in years to come, and I'll say that force because they have their third line is all 21-year-old and under guys. And Tage Thompson's a legit potential superstar in the making. They brought over Alex Tuck, a really good player from Vegas. You know, they've done some really shrewd things. And I think, you know, Rasmus Dahlin at the point is a generational player, it looks like. So they got a lot of things going there. And I expect a very entertaining game tonight. If you want to watch entertaining hockey, this is a good game tonight to go to at PPG Main Serena. 412-928-9370. You have other stuff to get into as well. The Pirates are going to get the number one pick in the draft. What does that mean to you? Uh, they've had it before. They've had in fact, this will be twice in three years they've had it. It hasn't made much of a difference so far, but they have a double-A system that has a lot of talent. Will it ever provide talent up here? Will it ever provide the kind of of season that people want to see from its baseball team. Uh, I don't know. And I don't know if there are any generational talents out there right now that could come right in here and make a difference. And normally a number one overall pick you would expect within one or two years would be a contributor up here right now. Uh, they need help. They still need help. They've signed some people, uh, but they're older people generally. People I think have the best parts of their career in the rearview mirror. We'll see how it goes. But if, if, you're the Pirates, and you won that. It's good for you. You got it. You had a 16% chance of winning that lottery. They did. Maybe that's an omen of things to come. 412-928-937. Let's go out to Eric, who joins us in Pittsburgh right now. Hey, Eric, how are you? I'm good. How are you today? Good, good. What's up? I'm wonder if you would agree with me, but um, everybody keeps on talking about the Steelers' record, but if you think about it, we could easily have three more wins because the Jets game, the Dolphins game, and uh, who was the other one from the AFC? New England. New England. Well, New England ran it down their throats at the end, and then the Jets passed it down their throats at the end. Two games, that, yeah, they could have won, but they probably should have lost the Cincinnati game if you're going to play that game. Yeah, but uh, and everybody's talking about um, me. I'm not a fan of Matt Canada, but he had – he. Is not one that made bad plays in them games. We could easily have three more wins. Well, my so big, was, yeah, my biggest question about this whole offense is why it took so long to invest in the run game the way it did. And you know, to me, that's if you're going to draft Najee Harris in the first round, you better make him the focal point of your offense. And they did last year. I mean, he was a workhorse for them. This year, they started differently. They were throwing the ball more. Um, and I don't know if game situation dictated it or what I probably had something to do with that but I think it makes perfect sense to run the ball effectively so that you can open things up especially with a young quarterback this whole thing is a developmental yeah. stage for me with Kenny Pickett so I'm not gonna right off the bat expect 
huge numbers. I, I haven't. If you look at his last week, eight, 16 for 28, 197, that doesn't blow you away. But it's how he, he makes his throws in accurate situations on critical third downs, which has gotten better for the Steelers over the last several weeks, too. But so It also seems like they've simplified the running game. and stop, They're not doing as much run-pass options as they did to start the year. Yeah, I mean, run-pass options don't do much for me. That's one of the reasons why you're seeing calls all the time, illegal man downfield. That, that, that needs to stop, too. And they force that yeah, issue, and I now agree. it's being called all the time, and even when it's not even affecting the play. And I think when officials get a mandate from the league to call certain things, they call them. Uh, and sometimes <laughs> they're called only because of that reason, and that's not the way they're supposed to you know, um, look at situations on the field when it comes to penalties. But bottom line is, you know, Matt Canada – the numbers have gotten better. I still believe at the end of this year they'll make a change. Uh, but if things go well, and Kenny Pickett, who talked about him this week and very glowingly about his relationship, keep in mind it was it was Canada who recruited Kenny Pickett. He he liked him from the beginning, and even though he wasn't here when he came to Pitt, he was in someplace else. Uh, I think that relationship has some merit to it, and there's 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 history there. So we'll see how it goes. But I I, I still think it's been not good enough. Uh, you know, score, scoring points, you got to score more than they've scored, and it's been better. It's almost 24 points in the last four weeks. If you can get up close to 30 a game, you're doing a pretty good job in the offense in the NFL. But and before this has been just terrible when it comes to point production. Yeah. One more thing. Uh, I hope nobody talks about the Penguins because hopefully they can sneak up on some teams and, and do good this year in the playoffs. Well, I don't think they have a team, Eric, that's going to sneak up on everyone. Their team is largely generational players who are destined for the Hall of Fame. So people know oh, about yeah. them, and that's why they get up for them. But the Penguins have bounced back, and they've, uh, you know, I credit Mike Sullivan with a lot of what's gone on here, too. After that seven game win streak, they've made a couple of changes, some of them forced by injury, others, you know, capping in. I think sometimes this is one thing I love about sports, Eric, is that when you are in charge, especially today when guys make much more than the coaches do, the one thing you can affect players with is their playing time. And if they don't play, they don't get the numbers. If they don't get the numbers down the road, they may not get the money. That's a motivating force. He did it with Kasperi Kaplan for an extended period of time, and when he came back he had four goals in two games, including a game winner in one of them and a hat trick in another. You, that's the one thing that can motivate a player. And Sullivan does it, I think, very uh, smartly with some of these guys. And it gets results. So – Hopefully they can remain healthy. If they do, I think they can be a force in uh, in the Eastern Conference. I do. I still believe that if they're healthy. I do too. <laughs> but we will talk about America. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate your call. Thanks. All right. Happy holidays to you. Four one two nine two eight ninety three seventy. It's funny how if you look at the Pirates getting back to them and some of the signings we've seen, you know, and and the you know doubt now in the future about Brian Reynolds. What what will they do with him now that he wants out? He's told them he wants out. Do you keep a guy like that? I think the trade value, some people will call here and say, well, the trade value goes down because everyone knows he wants out. I don't think so. I think, if anything, if you have four or five teams bidding, the bidding will take care of itself. And people want Brian Reynolds. Make no mistake. And now they're in a situation where Brian Reynolds knows exactly what his market is. Brandon Nimmo signed a $168 million deal with the Mets. And if you look at those two numbers, Bob Smyzik brought this out last night on uh, Twitter, which was a very good point by... Mr. Smizek, uh, is they're very similar. And when you're in this situation, when you're comparing salaries, you start with comparing numbers on the field. Brian Reynolds and Brandon Nimmo are similar, and Reynolds is younger. So that's a starting point. 
That's that's the kind of money the Pirates are going to have to invest in. They're not going to do it, so then trade him. The, the time is when do you trade him? I think now's the time to trade him when teams are getting ready to you know, put their rosters together for spring training and the season, and you may get more. Uh, if they don't, then they could often obviously wait until the trade deadline. He still has a few years of the O's the Pirates, so uh, it's a shame. I mean, I thought that, that guy was going to be somebody they build around. He and Hayes and Keller now that he's regrouped a little bit. Brubaker, they have some young pitchers like Mike Burrows in their system. Contreras showed something. <clears throat> you need to have more players like this, and you can't be afraid to sign them. If you're afraid to sign them, then get out of the business. It's as simple as that. 412-928-9370. A lot more to talk about. A lot more calls on the way. Give us a shout right here until 1 o'clock. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Kind of a gloomy Saturday. It was a beautiful night last night, and I would encourage anyone, if you're interested in holiday lights, go to Kennywood. Uh, Selena, my daughter, and I, we had to read Twas the Night Before Christmas. We had a lot of kids out there. Just a great place on, you know, a night in December. Well, they make it beautiful. They have like a million lights over there. So if you get a chance, check it out at Kennywood. All right, before we do anything else, I wanted to mention uh, the Baker Mayfield situation because I was a little stunned watching this game. I don't know about you, Joel, that you had a situation there where a guy who discarded now again goes out to L.A., and then when that punt went down to the two-yard line and the Raiders seem to have him dead to rights, he puts together a 98-yard drive. The Raiders are one of the weird things in football this year. Yeah, I'm saying this because coming up, it's you know they're five and eight now, and and who knows how this is going to play out. But the Steelers, if they should win tomorrow, are going to be right there, quote, in the hunt, in in the race. And um, you know, a team like the Raiders had four games this year that they lost all four, despite having 13 point leads at one point of those games, which is something you just very rarely see. Um, bottom line is. <laughs> They got problems out there, and they have a very talented team. That entire AFC West, as someone just tweets me, you thought the AFC West was going to be big, and I did. I thought it was going to be with all those quarterbacks. I thought it would be a lot of headbanging. I didn't predict big records. What I thought was very competitive football, very offensive football, and haven't done that at all. Baker Mayfield had more yards passing in that game and touchdown passes in that game, in one game, and it tied – what Russell Wilson has done all season with Denver. That's just crazy. And that was off the bench, too, for Baker Mayfield. 
Yeah. It's unbelievable how that happens, but that's how that happens. Um, 412-928-9370. Let's go back to the phone lines. We have Andy in Peters Township. What's up, Andy? How are you? Hey, good, Bob. Hey, uh, great job the other night at karaoke. That was a really good time. Oh, thank you. I'm... <laughs> that was... Uh... That was a that was a crazy situation. It was a very nice night, though. I think a lot of people came out. It was fun. It's nice to see people hang out. Yes. Uh, hey, I was fortunate enough to be at a meet and greet with David Bednar and Quinn Priester uh, in the South Hills, and got to talk to them. Both really nice guys, and obviously super talented. What 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 can you tell us about Quinn Priester? And do you think we'll see him uh, this coming up season? I certainly hope so. You know, Andy, in, in baseball, those guys in Double A, that's that Triple A to me is like a, a you know, sort of a taxi squad of. You know, you get guys who've been around and some of them, you know, can come up and help you, but they're not necessarily looked at, at as the future part of your franchise. The double A guys are. And we've seen some guys elevated, even the Pirates from double A to, um, to the majors. So I think Quinn Priester has an awful lot of talent. And, man, if he can come in and just do what he has to do and, and that talent takes hold with Brubaker, with Contreras, Keller, even this guy Mike Burroughs who put up some pretty good numbers, you know, I mean, they have a chance to do something there, but I, I hate to speculate on what they're going to do because ultimately when you need, you need guys like Brian Reynolds, the pirates just never seem to want to invest in them longer term. And you need to right. do that once in a while without that, you're going to continue the cycle of just acquiring prospects and it's never going to time out the right way. But as far as Priester, a lot of ability, you know, but we've seen that before uh, in their system. B ability comes up, and a lot of it doesn't match. You know what what their um, what the hype set about those players. So, but I like I I think uh, and Bednar's just a, is a great guy. His family too. They're from here and met his mother and father recently. Really nice people. Absolutely. What do you think? <laughs> do you think he's going to be up here? He should. I wouldn't hold him back. Well, if, he, if he shows me something right now to start the season, I'm having I'm bringing him up and I'm saying let's go. Yeah, I'm hopefully more optimistic about the, uh, the the pitching this year than in previous previous years. But like you said, if we can't retain some of these position players that we you you want to build around, like a Reynolds or, a, or an O'Neill, Cruz, you know, then then it's not worth it. So it's got to be a fair balance between a good pitching staff and and good position players. So we'll see. We'll see. It's encouraging that they brought O'Neill Cruz up and let him play. Rodolfo Castro, same thing. Let him play. I want to see guys play up here. Right. I want to see Andy Rodriguez catch up here. Um, you know, if that's but, the but case. Then, but, but but then you see these guys, you get these big paydays. You see like a, a tie a tie on that we you know we used to have. He's getting all this money, and um, I, there was like four or five other pirates recently that made big paydays. You know, we just got to spend money. Yeah, you do have to spend money. But I will say this though: when you look at money spent, and just because the pirates are not going to spend three, and I never, Andy, I have never once said they should they need to go out and get a ten year, three hundred million dollar player because I don't think that's the way to go. Um, right. I think you do have to find guys that you believe in and guys that you could put in there who are going to make a difference with you. Um, you know, I look at the Philadelphia Phillies for example. Now they've given Schwarber a lot of money, Trey Turner over three hundred million, Harper over three hundred million. Now they got deeper last year than I thought they would. But generally speaking, you do not get to win World Series just because you have $300 million players. Uh, I think that's right. that's a misnomer. Uh, if you look at the $300 million contracts that we've seen over years, um, Corey Seager signed one. Who I'm going to just rattle off names I think I know. Francisco Lindor with the Mets. They haven't won a world championship, have they? Uh, Tatis no. and Machado uh, in San Diego. And now they've 
even brought another one in uh, with Xander Bogarts, right? So have they won anything? No, they're getting close. It's not, but it doesn't guarantee. What it does guarantee is you'll be competitive in your division. Giancarlo Stanton, how many years ago has he been in New York? They gave him 300-some million dollars like eight years ago. They haven't won anything. Mm. You know, so the point is you don't have to go that route, but what you do have to do is pay market on certain players. They don't have to be $300 million a year players. They have to be good players who you say, I'm going to pay $168 million to Brian Reynolds because I want him here because he has proven to me that he could be here for another five to eight years. That's all. Yeah. All right, Andy, thanks. All Appreciate right. your call. Have a nice holiday. Let's go to James in the car. Hey, James, what's going on? Hey, how are you? Can you hear me okay? Yes, sir. I forgot Mike Trout, Thanks by the you. way, too. That's another one you could put in that. Trout and who else? Who's the third baseman? Um, they just acqu- he got injured. Uh, Rendon. Yeah, Anthony Rendon. All these guys who get all this big money, it doesn't result in anything for Anaheim except make them a bad team every year. It's crazy. So you don't have to go that road, but you do have to spend some money. Go ahead. Okay, can you hear me now? Yes, sir. Go ahead, James. All right. Thanks for taking my call. So I just called in today. I got a little bit of a unique situation that um, maybe a different viewpoint, I should say, as I spend half my life in Buffalo and I now spend half my life in Pittsburgh. Born and raised in Buffalo, but fell in love with the Pittsburgh girl in 2014, married her, and uh, I'm fortunate enough that the company I work for has a location in both cities, so I drive back and forth. But I've been a bill season ticket holder for 37 years now. Um, but I've been paying a lot more attention to Pittsburgh ever since uh, I met my wife now. And as far as the current team goes, um, you know, I, I watched Pickett at the first couple games of the year and, you know, that he played. And I've been watching him now. And I see a lot of improvement. Um, I think I, I kind of figured the Steelers were just going to have a terrible year. Um, but I'm seeing signs of life and things that happened um, similar to Allen in his second year, um, you know, where we didn't make the playoffs in his second year, but they had to surround him with the right people. Mm-hmm. And I really think um, Pickens is really, you know, I, I could see him next year being in the Jefferson Adams Diggs class because if they make him the focal point of the offense, um, and throw him the ball 10 to 15 times a game. I really, I, I just see so much talent there. And, and I really think the focus for the Steelers moving forward, they've got to improve the offensive line more than anything else. You know, I, I think they've got talent in all the skill positions. I think their defense is fairly solid. Um, Tomlin obviously has. James, are you there? I think we lost you, James, but thank you. I appreciate your call. Um, yeah, offensive line, although I will give these guys credit. They've started essentially the same five guys all year, and they've gotten better in the run game. And I think if you look at the sack totals, they've gotten better there. It certainly helps that Kenny Pickett can move. Um, you know, But I, I think you're seeing a, a slow progression, and certainly it's been slow. And you never like to say, well, things started to turn around at the bye week. That's eight weeks into your season where you wasted the first eight weeks. Now, whether that's a botched quarterback plan – uh, whether that's just you know warming up to what you have to you, – you can't warm up to it. Mike Tomlin talks about it all the time. You can't warm up. But too many times we've seen them warm up, and by the time they get hot, it's too late in the game. That's changed uh, most recently, and there are a lot of different numbers you can point at. Time of possession, running the ball with efficiency, and bigger totals, and also third down conversions on both sides of the ball. Those are the four stats, three stats I'll look at and say to myself, 
Who's doing a better job in this game? Those are money downs. Those are downs that are normally made easier if you run the ball efficiently. Instead of third and eight, nine, you now have third and two, three, which can lead to better plays. Uh, so everything there is pointing in the right direction. But they got to see, they got to win, and and I'd like to see an offense dominate a game once in a while. Tomorrow won't be that game. Baltimore's in town. We all know what that means. You know, it's going to come down to a kicker, which leads us to an interesting dynamic. Matthew Wright's been really good. He's made 10 in a row. Boswell's back, and although he's Chris Boswell, I get all that, but he's coming off an injury that has hampered him. A rusty Chris Boswell. Is that the right call for tomorrow's game? I know it will be made, and I know Matthew Wright is not Chris Boswell. First game was terrible. But he's also been in sort of a, a groove. You're going against Justin Tucker, a guy who won't miss, and he won't miss from 60 yards once they get to midfield. They're in scoring range, it seems, with them. So... Even though I know that's going to be the call, and Chris Boswell is the better kicker, Matthew Wright's been kicking well. And Boswell, who knows, in a rusty situation, what may happen. Counselor joins us in the car. Hey, Counselor, how are you? Hi, Bob. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Yeah, you too, man. Um, thanks. Uh, I'm going to make it as quick as I can. One, I'm happy the Pirates got the number one pick, but I'm also sad because if they pick the equivalency of um, Andrew McCutcheon or Garrett Cole, in four years they're out the door, and, and, and you know. Yeah, but that can't stop. Them. That cannot stop you from doing it. What are they going to do? Just pick someone they could well, sign. They've done that before, and it blew up in their face with Sanchez back as a, what was he a fourth round or fourth overall pick, and they only did it for signing reasons. Yeah, I understand that, but I'm just saying that it's, it's as soon as they're arbitration eligible, they're yeah. Out but the door. but what, what's Second, wrong with once in a while paying the money? This is where Bob Nutting has got to just double down and say he has never done it. Never, never, never. I don't care about a seven-year contract or eight-year contract to Brian Hayes. That's an easy contract to make. You're getting a guy who still has a lot of time left. It's money that you can't afford or you want to pay. What about the – now, this Brian Reynolds is a good example. He's now to a point where he sees what his market is. Let's just pay the money. Right. I mean, they poisoned the water with him by fighting over that 700000 two years ago. Okay, so, you know, I doubt very much if they're going to up their offer. They'll make him work for them, and he will be very unhappy. But, you know, that's well, what they do. that's not a good uh, kind of atmosphere that's you want. That's not a good way to run that team. And, and Brian Reynolds is professional enough where he won't let it affect his play, I, I believe. But still, that's not the way to do it. Thanks, Counselor. Appreciate yeah. it. Let's go to Gus real quick before we ran out this, uh, this segment and go to a break. Gus, what's going on? Sympathy to Bob Berkman's family down here. We lost a legend on sports broadcasting. Totally agree. What a wonderful man. And it's only 67 I saw, which was terrible to see. Um, And a guy who did everything in Beaver County on WNBA, WBVP, all levels of high school, all sports in high school. Really, really was a a tremendous person. I hope he rests in peace. Terrible loss. He'll be be missed. And congrats to uh, John LaDawn. Equip a native and a pound rich in people. But, Bob, he's talking about the Penguins. We got four lines going. We got Pierre Joseph going. Uh, I always had confidence in Tristan Jory. As, as Mike Tomlin would say, the arrow is pointed up with the Pens. I'm really happy to see what's going on. But I was watching a Buffalo game the other day, the 9 4 game over Columbus. This Tage Thompson guy, he's no Mario Lemieux. But boy, oh boy, 
He has some characteristics of him out there with his tall lankiness, the way he handles the puck and shoots and everything like that. What a nice team the Sabres have going on up there. Yeah, well, it's taken a lot of time. Gus, thanks for the call. They've been bad for a lot of years, but they finally started to do some great things in draft. They brought in some decent players in free agency, and here you are. Now a team that's going to be competitive. Still not good enough, I don't think, right now, but they're on their way. Thank you for that. We appreciate it, Gus. Merry Christmas to you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. We roll right along. I want to remind you also that uh, you can join Off the Field with Aditi Kinkawala every Tuesday from 6 to 7 at Minio's Pizza House, newest location in the North Hills. Aditi talks with a different member of the Black and Gold. Hear from the players what's happening on the field. Learn more about them off the field. That's every Tuesday from 6 to 7 on 93.7 The Fan. And Aditi's one of the best journalists in the business. So tune in for that. Once a week. In the meantime, we're tuning in to Ed in Kennedy Township, who joins us on the fan hotline. What's up, Ed? Yeah, Pomp, uh, I have a secret comment, but what was the lowest you had your uh, golf handicap down to when you were young? Uh, lowest was two. That was when I played on the Hopewell golf team, and I was the number one man on that team before I had heart difficulties and open heart surgery. Then everything changed. It used, to be, it used to be on a pro bowling tour, you had to have a 200 average on several leagues like to get on, on a tour. Mm-hmm. Is that way with golf? Or? Well, if you want to be competitive golf, you got to be so good. I mean, I, I look at some of the young guys who are coming up now and are shooting 66, 67 around here in western Pennsylvania, and then they go, like I had three nephews, uh, my brother's three kids, they're all golf scholarship people. They But, but the, as good as they are, there's such a vast difference between the next level and then the next level after that. So you got to be – it's like anything. If you're just being on an NFL team, you got to be one of the best players in the world to do it. Any any professional level like that. I heard somebody on the radio yesterday comparing uh, Pickett perhaps to Joe Flacco. That wouldn't be too bad. I don't. I don't think you know. Yeah, but Flacco has a much Flacco. deeper ball than anybody that I've seen of you know in the last. I mean, he could throw it on the money deep, deep, deep. I don't know if Pickett has that as part of his repertoire. He could throw it deep, but. Well, that's saying a lot if you can get, if you can be Joe Flacco-ish when it comes to the deep ball. Um, I think Kenny Pickett's, to me, I, I saw this other comparison, not to say that he is, I'm going to use Joe Montana as an example, someone who doesn't have the biggest frame, someone who doesn't have the biggest, you know, muscular size, but someone who knows how to get the ball where it has to go. He puts it on the money, he's accurate, uh, and you overcome whatever disadvantage you are physically you know, to become yeah, I that next player. drafting him in the first round, but if he could win the Super Bowl, it's worth it. Again, I think it's, you know, first of all, you'd be lucky if you get a guy who can take you and win a Super Bowl. It's very difficult to do in the NFL with quarterbacks. You've seen how many people have been taken in the first round. 
and have failed, completely out of football, ineffective. Listen, this is just they want to they want to use this rest of the season to take him to a level that he could be comfortable coming into next year. And then you start building around him with people who can make a difference. And I think if you do that, you have a chance of being competitive again for the next 10 years. That's that's the goal here. Whether or not that leads you to a Super Bowl or not, if if you're in the hunt every year, that makes that makes you one of the people, one of the teams that can at least say, I got a chance, and that's all you can hope for. I, I think it's almost impossible to say to anyone, well, this guy's going to lead you. That's the first thing you hear about a lot of people. Oh, he's going to lead you to the Super Bowl. It's hard to win championships. You want to be in the hunt every year, and I think if you can be, that's that's where it starts. Well, you don't necessarily have to have a Jim Montana to win the Super Bowl. You're like you're saying, well, I'm saying he was a third-round pick. My point in the comparison with Kenny Pickett is the same. You know, I don't think people – coming into this draft thought he was going to be Patrick Mahomes or, you know, one of these elite guys who've taken first overall and, and, and lives up to that. I think he was just going to be – he's a very efficient quarterback, and I think the biggest thing that sold the Steelers on him was five years learning it, getting better at it each and every year, as opposed to somebody like a Trey Lance who San Francisco went after, and he only had how many – one season really in his game, and that was it. Uh, and, and they took a chance on him. And Jimmy Garoppolo ends up being the guy. Now he's hurt. But the point is, I think I, I don't. I think they knew that Trey Lance wasn't even ready to take it. Two years into it now, so you that the Steelers believe that the five years at Pitt really helped him. They saw it firsthand. I think that's had a massive amount of um, appeal to them when they made that selection. What would you say Pickett is lacking most? Just game, just game experience. To be honest, I, I think if you've watched. He answered a lot of questions for me about standing in the pocket, taking a hit, and delivering something right on the money. He's done it repeatedly this year where he's facing pressure. <clears throat> and I'd like to see some of those advanced stats on when he does face pressure right in the pocket, what his numbers are, because I believe they're probably pretty good, especially for a rookie. So if he can do that. He wants to roll out, he wants to roll out and run, though, instead of staying in the pocket. Yeah, of course. And that's the first thing you do when, you, when you're a rookie, I think. But I think you've also seen those cases, Ed, where he's – Stood in there, faced it, and delivered. Took the hit and delivered it right on the money. That says a lot about him. All right, Let's hope he keeps developing. Let's hope he keeps developing. Say that again? Let's hope he keeps developing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the whole key. So far, last four games, you'd say it's better. The numbers don't reveal. And that's what I think. uh, And thanks, Ed, for the call. Here's the problem with today's game. Everyone judges everything on fantasy numbers. You know, Minka Fitzpatrick took a lot of grief because he ran out of bounds in Atlanta. You know, he seals the game, and don't what you don't score, you cost me in my fantasy. Fantasy has become too much reality, and people want these kind of things, and they're not looking necessarily at just good, smart plays that are football plays. So he has to send out a tweet that said, sorry, not sorry. I, I made the interception. If you have me in a – that's just the way it goes. And I think Kenny Pickett is a guy whose fantasy numbers are not going to blow you away right now, uh, but it takes time. I think you're seeing advanced – uh, levels of play from him each and every week, little things, bigger things. Uh, I like the direction that he's headed, and I think that's that's a good thing when you start analyzing. Now, next year, you could you can do some things maybe in free agency, help the offensive line, build around him more, and I think you have something going on there. So I think that's very important to do. Thanks, Ed, for the call. 412-928-9370 is that number to call. We still have a lot to get into here today. Um, and I asked a question about George Pickens, diva or competitor? Um, you know, to me, that's a competitor. He wants the ball. He's not shy about saying it. He's not taking it to a Terrell Owens level. So a lot of people want to label him with one, you know, and, and it's funny, Joel, if the camera never saw that moment, 
we wouldn't even be talking about that moment. And if you are of the belief that that does not happen on a regular basis, you've not been around wide receivers too often. Many of them. Swan and Stallworth used to tell me some of the battles that Terry Bradshaw had to put out on his own because guys want the ball and they're demanding the ball. It's tough. So, you know, you, you go by where the play leads you. And if you're open, he'll get to you, you would think. Now, are going to be some missed opportunities? Certainly. And he's missed his share. But uh, it takes time. They're both rookies. You got another rookie in Connor Haywood who made a nice route last week, got his first touchdown. You have a lot of second-year players, Najee Harris, Pat Frymuth. It's a young offensive team, and they will build around it and hopefully deliver some things there. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 